This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And this is uh, a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago, yeah. we, had, uh, we talked about self-discipline being the key to success. I was all fired up on that episode. So fired up. Yeah. We ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had like, what, five talking points, six point, talking six points? Six bullet points we mapped out. Two. We got through two. Yeah. So we decided to kind of cut it early and kind of tease we wanted to do a part two. So yeah. now we're part two. It's about a week later in real time since we recorded that first one. Yep. We're about a week later into the 75 hard journey yes, that we've been going pretty down hard now that talks yeah. about, you know, we're technically, yeah, you know, enough days in where I go, yeah, the consistency, I can see that's the pain. Yeah. I have some breaking news. Did you fail? I failed. Did you really? I did. No way. I haven't checked it. I haven't texted the group yet because I wanted to tell you on the air. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you're kidding me. You got to start again. I forgot to read two days ago. Oh, man, that had to be the biggest pain. And it was such a pain point. I actually wrestled with it for the better part of the day. I woke up the next day. Whether you're going to admit to yourself. Whether whether, whether I was going to let myself slide yep. and keep going or if I was going to, to start over. I even told my girlfriend and my daughter we were talking about it. And I was like, I failed. And like, don't say you failed. I'm like, but I did. Like, I failed. They're like, just read 20 pages today. Like, make it up. They, they sound like, like my wife, Megan. My wife, Megan, was telling me, because I'm about to go to Barcelona. She was like, oh, you can adjust. I was like, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> like, I cannot adjust. I must stick to it. She's like, you're a psycho. And I was like, that's what this is all about. Well, that's what I, so I kind of did some self-reflection. I spent time yesterday, like, thinking about this. Like, how the heck did I, did I let myself... Forget to do the simplest thing. Yeah, I, the, I read, the reading. I actually listened to an hour and a half of an audiobook <sighs> yeah, uh, that same day, and it doesn't count, right? So audiobooks yeah. don't count. You have to actually physically read. And I knew that. Like that, yeah. that wasn't like something that was yeah. like I went back and checked. I knew you had to physically read. And I was like, how did I let myself uh, fail on something that I do anyway? Yeah. Right. I've been doing the two exercises, yes. hour, half a day. Um, I usually read in the morning. Anyway, and a lot of times I'll read at night before I go to bed. And I just, and what I realized was, okay, the actual benefit of this, and this relates to self-discipline, yeah. uh, obviously, is it's not so much the exercise or the health Correct. benefits or the it's drinking water. It's probably not healthy for you. It's probably not very healthy for you. Um, but it's, it's, I didn't have a plan. Mm. I was not disciplined enough. I did not schedule. Mm. So I did, I had no schedule. I went into this thing thinking, boy, I wonder if I can do this. Hmm. And so I would work out when I, and I usually kind of decide the night before. It's like, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow and do my indoor workout in the gym. And then I'll walk when I get home hmm. or run or take a jog when I get home. Or depending on the weather, I would make it easy and be like, all right, let me, if it's not going to be too cold tomorrow morning, then I'll go ahead and do my run in the morning and do my indoor out. So every day was different. And I think like one of the, for anyone listening to this kind of, if you, if you've done 75 hard, if you've never done it, it's not, like I said, it's not about, you know, exercising with health benefits as much as it is becoming disciplined in having a plan. And we talked about that in the last episode, like identify and write down your goals, goals that you want to accomplish yep. and, and scheduling out. Like I now know going forward, I need to put it on my calendar. Yep. I need to have the reminder go off. I need to have Dude. a system in place that will force me to remember or force myself to do again, the uncomfortable. You started and, again. Yeah. I started again okay, yesterday. Good. So yeah. I'm on day two now. Yeah, So you'll only be 10 days or whatever days, 14 days, days, or whatever, yeah. 15 days behind. 
But I just thought that was, and I even I was like, man, I could Dude, just I could so just keep painful. going. But that is a real thing too. Of like, there have been multiple times I've been outside working out, and I get to like the forty three minutes, and you're like, all right, I'm pretty much done, and you're like, no. It's 45 (laughs) minutes and it's a real thing of like testing your integrity. And, and here's the thing. Nobody, it's like golf. You can cheat in golf and nobody will know, but you're only cheating yourself. Yeah, you will know. You're only cheating yourself. I'm proud of you for admitting it, but um, I'm bummed that it messed you up. (laughs) I should have warned you guys because there's this guy I follow, Greg Birch, and I mentioned him, I think on the last episode, and he's the one that got me inspired to do 75 hard because the guy's so freaking jacked and he's like a top producing insurance guy and everything like that. So shout out to Greg. But he told me 75 hard in your journey, he goes, you have to basically um, set your schedule, this idea that you're talking about, because he goes, I follow so many people and you see them late at night, like 11 o'clock at night. And he goes, goes, you can't sustain it or chugging the water where you got to be methodical about it. So I kind of, entered in with that already data point in my mind Um, because there's been multiple times I've woken up early and I'm like, ah, I'll just do it at lunchtime. I'm like, don't, don't, because you won't, you You won't won't do it at lunchtime. Do it now. Like it's, it's crazy. All right. So let's go. Yeah. (laughs) So the, just to kind of a recap, number one was know where you struggle. So I struggle with setting the schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Identify and write down clear goals was number two goals that actually make you wake up in the morning, kind of motivate you to get up. So number three, we'll go into this now. Uh, Visualize your outcome is the next thing that we want to put down in terms of, you know, how to, how to create self-discipline. You need to actually visualize what you want your outcome to be. I was taught by Ed Milet. You can rarely achieve something that you have not visited in your mind multiple times. Mm -hmm. Um, and the power of visualization, if anybody's read Think or Grow Rich and any of these books that talk about it, it's a real thing. And, and it makes sense psychologically. What you think about, you act upon, right? And what comes into your focus, you put your energy to. So when you're visualizing something, you're in a practical sense, all you're doing is bringing it to top of mind awareness. And because it's top of mind, you tend to act upon it. And so visualizing the outcome you want serves to help you breed the right actions, which defines everything that you have going on. But the second thing that I think is powerful about visualizing your outcome for self-discipline is because um, I said this the other day in our meeting, success breeds confidence, failure breeds character, right? So when you're succeeding, you have confidence. When you're failing, it can build character, Mm -hmm. right? Because you don't have confidence a lot of times when you're failing. Well, when you look at these athletes, like the golfers of the world or the the Kobe Bryant's of the world, they always talk about visualizing the shot going in. Yeah, like these these world class athletes, they visualize. I, I was watching because I watch a lot of golf YouTube, yeah. and they were talking about this one guy who's uh, doing really well, and he's like, he goes, my sw-, he goes, he shot his like record low or whatever. He goes, my swing thought because anyone who's yeah. golfed, you have a swing thought. He's my my swing thought was the ball has already landed. And so he literally visualizing where he wants the ball. He goes, before I even swing, the ball has already landed, and then I swing. Yeah. Well, you watch, um, who's the famous golfer? Is it Mickelson? Phil Mickelson yeah, is, like, is a famous golfer. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. <laughs> so you guys can tell I don't really golf, and I don't know golf very well. But um, I believe it was him that said, like, he has to visualize the ball going in, and if he doesn't feel the right visualization, he steps back mm. away. Yeah, and he and he then approaches again. And if you look at like uh, Bryce Harper, yeah, does the same uh, tapping and same positioning every time he goes up to bat. Yeah. on the Phillies, mm-hmm. and it's like he has this routine. It's like a visualization that's happening that's putting him, his mind in the right zone to be able to execute. 
What is your visualization routine? You can rarely ever achieve something that you haven't visited in your mind multiple times. And apply this to deeper than your business goals. Think about how you want your relationship. Mm -hmm. Are you visualizing how you want that relationship with your significant other and what it should look like? Are you visualizing the, the outcome of you being a father with your children or you being a mother, right? It's like all these things that are way deeper than just helping you hit some business goal. It's like, are you visualizing the outcome you want? Because when you visualize it, you know, I started writing some notes to my wife in the morning because I was thinking about visualization and the type of marriage that I want, the type of relationship I want. And I realized, well, if you want that relationship, you got to be in pursuit a little bit more. You got to do some extra little things, which triggered in my mind, which gave me the idea of writing these little sticky notes and putting them around the house occasionally. And it's like, that's the power of visualization, visualizing your goals. I think a lot of people don't visualize. And I know this because I fall into this as well. Like put together the vision board or visualize the outcome because that literally is where the rubber meets the road. Once you you've taken the time to dream that that's where you would be and actually visualize it. Now you actually have to do the things mm-hmm. that will get you there. And that's where the hard work it's comes in. Such way I visualize myself with a six pack of abs <laughs> and I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> what am I kidding? I'm 41. Yeah. I'll never have well, a six pack a, again. It's a perfect transition <laughs> to the next one, which is don't wait for it to feel right. Yeah. So after you visualized it, don't wait for, if you want to be self-disciplined, don't wait for it to feel right right. It won't feel right. And what do we mean by that? This really applies more to the like implementation and practice. So you want to wait till it feels right to take the golf shot. Right. But in in life in general, you don't want to wait for the perfect time. Like what's the best time to have a kid? There is no best time. You'll never have a kid. If you think that, I mean, to use the golf, what's the best time to start a business? There's never the right. When's the best time to go to the driving range? If not when it feels right, right. You got to get out there and do the activity. Yep, exactly. And, um, again, motion creates motion, which leads to movement momentum and it's our it's easier to keep something in motion than get something from at rest to be in motion i think mia ham said it's a lot harder to maintain being on top than getting to the top and the whole concept the opposite right no it's a lot no she said it's a lot harder to maintain being at the top being at the top okay than getting to the top like tom brady the fact that he was able to be on top year after year is a testament to his self-discipline and his ability because to to allow anyone else to surpass yes because like that uh, like level of like i've made it and it's like it doesn't feel like i need to anymore Mm. well it's not about feeling Right. Or you it's like you wake up this morning to go work out outside at 415 in the morning. It's freezing cold. That was my day today. This was the first day it felt like torture. It legitimately felt like I am. This is horrible. And it's like I can't wait for it to feel right. I think it was Jocko who said this. He said the snooze button is the dream killer. Mm. The snooze button is the dream killer. When you hit that snooze button, all you're doing is delaying for yourself (laughs) The goal that you want to achieve, not only are you delaying it, all of a sudden you're losing. So winning builds confidence, losing maybe builds character. You have to deal with it. But when you're losing, you stop momentum. And it's so much harder to get a rock to move at the beginning than it is to keep a rock moving. Yeah. Yeah. So don't hit that snooze button. Number five, know how you'll measure your progress. So this is yep. obviously goes along with you know, giving yourself little, little wins, right? Little victories, little yeah, wins yeah. And, and, and holding yourself accountable to actually achieving the progress 
versus yeah, you're a physical being. There's chemicals that fire. There's dopamine that fires. Go follow Simon Sinek if you want just a basic summary of you know, hey, how does how do you reward people? How do why do people take the actions that they do? He does a lot of speeches on leadership, but he ties in this whole idea of chemicals and dopamine and all that stuff. It is very very powerful when you set a goal that you reward yourself mm-hmm. because your brain starts associating the reward with your work and it keeps you going. It, it inspires you to go to the next level. So if you never stop and reward yourself, then you're never going to really know the progress you're making. And then also I think it's like, think about this. And Ethan, our VP of client success gave me this example when it came to leadership. He said, so many people fail at leadership because what they do is they, they tell their employee, they basically go, you know, Hey, I need you to run a mile and I need you to run it um, really, really fast. And the employee takes off running. And what the leader doesn't do is they don't check in with them. They don't run beside them. They don't tell them, hey, wait a second. I didn't want you to run uh, to the to the north. I actually wanted you to run to the south. Right. Hey, I actually needed you to run a 10-minute mile, not actually the 20-minute pace that you're doing. They do none of that. And then the person shows up a mile later in the south at 30 minutes. And you go, what are you doing? And they're like, well, you, well, you told me to run a mile. It's like, no, no, there's no measurement of success, that measurement is used to guide. Like you can't improve anything or you can't know how you're doing if you don't have a measurement stick mm-hmm. to, to help you with that. So like measuring people think is like maybe a bad thing. It's a great thing because it keeps you on course. Yeah. And then number six, maybe one of the most important ones, because it's really, you know, people, we're, we're all people and we need other people to to get through life. It's to get a mentor and get an accountability partner, right? Yeah. If you want true self-discipline, you got to have an accountability partner. hmm and well, we've somebody, got that group chat, right? Of, yeah, yeah. of everyone on 75 hard. Yeah, I think That's my brother, my brother has texted him multiple times picture of alcohol. So I don't know what's going on with him. I think the not drinking is getting <laughs> to him. He bought a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. He's like, can I drink this? It's 0.5% alcohol. And I was like, I was like, no, because the point of this is that you're giving up right. that which you want Crave, in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. So it's self-discipline. But um, having an accountability partner, the key to that is someone you trust that you can be absolutely real with. Yeah. So just like you so had absolute in business, integrity yeah. of not just failing yourself, because it's, it doesn't really matter, right? If right. you had gone on or not gone on, it's not the end of the world, but it's integri- integrity with yourself and the ability to basically go, I'm willing to be absolutely real with this person, because if you're not real, the person can't help you. Yeah, it's super important in business as well, because business can be one of those areas where it's tough to admit your downfalls. Yes. Or tough to admit your failures, because we all want to appear successful. We all want to appear competent. That's a great point. Right? So finding someone that you can trust um, to be able to uh, be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. and kind of talk about failures, but also talk about and share in successes and have that mindset of abundance, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a mindset of scarcity that I don't want to share what I know with this other person. It's having that mindset. You gotta, you gotta have wise counsel. Yeah. Because I also think like, um, this is uh, maybe a tangential thought, but I think it can be powerful for people is realizing that you need utmost confidence in what you're executing on. You can't wait for it to feel right. You just need to charge forward. Keep your guard up. All naysayers, haters, people telling you you're doing it wrong. You need to block them out. Mm -hmm. But when you get into the room with your counsel, the people that are your accountability partners that you're trusting, you lower that guard yeah. and you listen. Mm-hmm. And that is what some of our leaders today in the world aren't doing. Mm-hmm. They're just applying the principle of they're just charge, 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 charge. But you, you got to have wise counsel that you will 
lower your guard to you're not the smartest person in the world. Yeah. If you're not sure how to go about getting a mentor or even a little want to learn a little bit more about that, go look up our podcast with Kevin Harrington. Oh, yeah. He's so phenomenal. he talks all about it. Uh, you can search that at staypaidpodcast.com. Just search for his name. Thank you so much for listening. We made it through the last four. We did Good it. for us. Head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you're interested in supporting the show, there's two ways we ask you to do it. First is head on over to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Drop us a five-star review. And then the best way to uh, help out the show is to share this episode with a friend on social media. I didn't pull up that dad joke today. I completely forgot. Hold on a second. Let me grab one real quick. Okay. Do, 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 do. I have literally like I have an Evernote file full of uh, dad jokes. Do How do you get in touch with a Roman architect? You call him. Oh my That's God. Uh, That's dumb. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't prepare folks. Yeah. <laughs> I need some self-discipline. 300, no, 445 <laughs> episodes, and I finally forgot to prepare a dad joke. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on uh, social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. Your action item for this episode is how are you measuring your goals? Do you have the measurement stick? Everybody needs that. That's very practical. You can write it down today. And in order to write it down, spend some time doing visualization. What's the outcome that you want? And what's the measurement sticks that you're going to apply to help get you to that outcome? Because you rarely achieve something that you haven't visited in your mind multiple times. Remember the difference between a top producer and mediocre producer in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 